All is fair in love war and challenges. I, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Yeah. What's really good, potsters? I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is The Hitless. Sorry, guys, no video this week. Too many technical difficulties, but we're still going to give you the same old shit. Tyler, what's good, bro? You know, I'm just uh, fighting through my computer, just not cooperating. But you know what? The grind never stops. You know, we're, we're here to provide good content, hopefully. Now I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to roll. I love talking about the challenge. So this week, our power rankings are going to change up a little bit. Because we're down to 21 challengers, the basement is going to be the bottom seven, mid-tier is going to be the middle seven, and the top tier is going to be the top seven. So let's go ahead and start where we usually start, and that's going to be the basement. At number 21, we have Idris, 20, 90, 19. Josh, 18, Jenny. 17, Kaylee, 16, Ninja, 15, we have Cam. All right, so I know Esther got eliminated. Technically, that would make her number 23, but let's talk about her. Um, I thought that it was about time we got rid of her. She didn't really bring much to the challenge. Tell me you feel the same way. Uh, I completely agree. I think she lasted way longer than she should have in the challenge, just based on being protected because she was so bad and she was a vote. Uh, it's not something that you like to see, somebody that's got such a big personality not be able to deliver performance-wise. Absolutely. I think she is a great personality. I think she's very likable. I also think she's very strong, but she just wasn't in the proper shape to be competing in this type of series. I really do hope we get to see her again. I really hope she comes back. I hope she comes back strong, and I hope that she really gets a chance to make up for this season. Kind of kind of like the same way Rogan is doing right now. Rogan flopped the shit out of Vendettas. And here he is, uh, one of the top guys in the game. So hopefully Esther can have a similar turnaround. Yeah, I agree. She had a she had a really good elimination and she just showed so much heart and determination. It just it, she's very compelling to the audience and it makes me want to have her back on this, you know. If she would have won that elimination, she would have skyrocketed up these these power rankings based on the upset. Absolutely. Us challenge fans always love a good comeback and we always love a good underdog story. But let's go ahead and move on. At number 16, you have Ninja Natalie. Um, Ninja Natalie, I wouldn't say is, you know, America's favorite, favorite house guest. But for some reason, the tide keeps turning on her and she moved up a little bit, but you still got her in the basement. Why is Ninja Natalie is taking up your number 16 spot? I mean, she's moving up because she's getting more TV time. But she's not moving out of the basement because every week there seems to be a new issue. You know, past weeks it's been she struggled on an elimination that she should have dominated. Another week it's her teammates are yelling at her for not performing as well as they think she should. This week, D is yelling at her because she's not defending her. She's finding herself in muddy water. And it's really hard to tread, you know, when your feet get stuck. And eventually she's going to run into some issues where if she doesn't start performing better or showing more allegiance to D, she's going to get nominated again for elimination. She's got to show up. Well, you know, she warned D that she needed to save Esther. I don't think there was really too much D could do. 
but I don't really put the blame on Ninja for that one. No, I, I don't blame Ninja at all. I think Ninja did everything she could have done outside of being in the tribunal, you know, more, I guess, or being on Team UK. Uh, I'm just saying that she's in, in deep shit, essentially, because D's upset. D's an emotional player. Ninja's an emotional player. And it just is going to affect how she's playing if D is not supporting her verbally. What do you make of D playing the, playing the team game? protecting Team UK more than protecting her alliance. You think that's going to work out for her this season? I mean, she has two alliances, right? I mean, she's got an alliance with people on Team USA, and she's got an alliance with, you know, Rogan and all those guys. I think she's very narrow-sighted on how she's seeing this game. I, I mean, I totally understand Team USA wanting to keep Esther around, and actually it would have benefited D because if D goes into elimination, she can go up against Esther and she has a better matchup instead of going up against Jenny or Georgia. So D's stuck in the middle, and this is similar to what happens to like Zach every season. He tries to play both sides, and it doesn't work out that way. You've got to kind of pick a side, and you've got to ride with it. All right, let's go ahead and move into the mid-tier. At number 14, we have Turbo. 13, Leroy. It's not a good spot for Captain America. Big drop. <laughs> number 12, we got Theo. 11, Georgia. 10, D. Nine Joss. And at number eight, we have Tori. So let's see. You got Theo at your number 12 spot. It seems a little bit low for me for somebody who just won another elimination. Why is Theo all the way at number 12? Shouldn't he be at least in the top tier? Well, the biggest issue with Theo is that he's had a couple weeks that he's just had bad performances. I mean, two weeks in a row with bad performances kind of put him at the bottom. He was in the basement for a while. This win takes him out of the basement. But during the daily challenge, he was just being used as the tall guy to reach up. And as somebody that's done this game before, he needed to step up and help them win that challenge. He's got the best endurance out of anybody on that team. And he should have been running way more than some of the weaker people on his team. Now, this is a step in the right direction. If he continues to step up his game, he's going to be in that top tier. Yeah, we'll see about that. And now another spot that I completely disagree with. You got Tori all the way up at number eight. Now, I know we've seen a lot of her, but number eight, really? I mean, that's, that's way too high. That's way too high. I mean, you got her above Theo, who just won an elimination. I mean, being in an elimination is a good amount of camera time. I mean, you're right. It, it, it is. But here's the thing. Right now, Tori's not the target of her own team. Theo is. Theo's going to get set into elimination every week. I mean, he was even the target of Team USA this week. Tori is not the target of Team UK. Half of Team UK wants to vote in Kara. Half wants to vote in. They probably voted Nani before they voted her in. And they probably voted Ninja as well. People on her own team, she's got a lot of protection. She's very likable. And even though she's with Jordan, she's against Polly and Kara, she's strong enough that she can play her side like she is. Uh, and, and like you said, she got a lot of camera time, a lot of TV time. What's significant about that is that she got a lot of camera time without being the main story point, without dominating the daily challenge or being an elimination. That's very hard to do on this show. Let me ask you a question. Are you finding Tori a little boring this season? I mean, sure, she got a couple of spots in commentary, but she really hasn't been the focal point of pretty much anything this season. I mean, there's no reason to highlight her, actually. I mean... She's in a really healthy, stable relationship. 
she's playing the game kind of more strategic than just being a you know a middle person that kind of just goes out there balls the walls so she's playing this like a veteran actually you know there's only a couple veterans that get tons of tv time and they're always entertaining but those guys are like bananas and wes right laurel right. you know they're they're gonna demand that camera time and play the veteran card tori's learning how to play the veteran card right now so that's i mean yes she's a little boring compared to normal but i think it's good for her yeah for you they say the same thing about ct once ct wisened up and stop getting and stop getting into a whole bunch of fights and stuff they're like oh ct is boring now no ct just knows how to play the game uh polit- politically a little bit better and his reputation precedes him unless you're jp <laughs> some people <laughs> say boring and then other people say winners you know as soon mm. as ct got boring he became a winner so i mean i'd take i'd take that over being entertaining any day of the week you know that's a good point if you ever ask uh bananas about why he took the money he just says oh i knew it was going to be a great moment i knew it was going to be talked about uh it's my job to entertain and you know what that's the last time that he actually ever won he might just be focused on the wrong thing too much focus is being put on him entertaining and maybe not enough on his elusive seventh championship all right let's go ahead and move into the top tier at number seven we have Kara. Six, Rogan, five, Zach, four, Jordan, three, Paulie, two, CT, and one, Ashley. Now, I don't hate your, your top tier. I just don't agree with some of the placement. Well, one, you have, this, you have the top tier bookended by two females. Always nice to see a lady taking that number one spot. But you got Cara at number seven. Uh, she got a load of TV time was a major focus for this episode. She got the storyline, she got the camera time, she did okay in the daily, even though nothing she did was really highlighted. Uh, why is she at the bottom of the top tier? Why is she below a Zach? Why is she below a CT? The only reason she's below them is because these power rankings carry from week to week. And last week she was ranked 14th. So, I mean, she moved seven spots up, but nobody that's ranked ahead of her fell outside of Jordan. Jordan's the only person that fell, but he was number one. So, I mean, if nobody really falls in the top six, it's hard for her to break that. Uh, she made a great movement. She got a great daily performance in that challenge. She got nominated for the tribunal. She sent in Georgia and almost got Georgia sent home. She sent in Theo and got Kyle sent home. And she did get a lot of interviews in camera time. Just something for note, she got the same amount of interviews as Tori. And she was in the tribunal. So, I mean, Nonetheless, the reason why Kara sits at seven is because she has a huge target on her back. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, everybody says that Ashley and Cam and Ninja are working with Kara, yet everybody else is only looking at Kara as the main target. So that's kind of why she's not that high up, because she's got this bullseye on her. Don't you think you're underselling her a little bit? I mean, I think it's pretty much whatever she says goes. I think that maybe she's just in agreement with her alliance. I think her alliance is just seeing the same thing as Claire. I don't think it's so much Cam and Ashley and Paulie are making the decisions. I just think that they're making the decisions that the team will come to as a consensus. Their alliance is tight. There's not much infighting between those guys. Uh, I mean, you're, you're not wrong there, and I might be underselling her. My biggest thing is that I kind of like to see where everything develops, and this whole alliance, as much as these younger competitors would like to say it just happened. 
it was all Wes's doing. Wes contacted all these guys. He was working with all of them. And, you know, the leader just got taken out early. All these guys are doing is just following suit on his plan. So they're executing it very well. They're doing their job. And Kara is, I, I am underselling her. She's doing everything she needs to be. And you know what? Maybe that target isn't that big of a deal. Maybe she welcomes it. Uh, and she's been a target for a long time. So I'm pretty sure she's used to it at this point. Now, let's go ahead and move on to the number one spot. The cream of the crop. Yeah, Ashley sitting pretty at number one. Number one, above Pauly, above Jordan. She did great in the elimination. She was voted into the tribunal. She brought members of her alliance in with her to keep them safe. And they got, you know, they were batting 500 with getting the people who they wanted out in eliminations. So besides all of the things I just mentioned, what are the reasons that you got Ashley sitting at number one? And what does she have to do to continue to stay there? So this is actually the first time a female has been number one since Laurel. Uh, so it's been, so it, it's been quite a while. Um, and I don't know if the ladies are just taking a backseat on purpose or if the guys are getting better editing. Um, but you know what? Ashley stepped up and everything you said is true. And we've been talking about this all season. Her game has evolved. She's feeling like a veteran. She doesn't need her. She doesn't need her lavender ladies around her. You know, she can control this game. She can be a voice of reason. She can be a leader. She can play strategic without her initial alliance. And that it's just awesome to watch somebody develop a new game in front of us. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. Um, I disliked Ashley so much on her real world season and I disliked her when she first came into the challenge. I hated her alliance with the Lavender Ladies. I hated the way she played the game. I even discounted her first victory and even said, you know, Hunter carried her. But Ashley is the real deal. Um, in the past couple of seasons, ever since Final Reckoning, I think she's done a pretty good job at making herself uh, look better. She's, uh, she comes in fit. She comes in ready to play. She is playing right now. Actually, Ashley is playing a masterful game. Uh, one of her best seasons yet. And she's already won two of these. If she gets a third win this season, uh, you got to you gotta start putting her name in with some of the best. Now, granted, she don't have the thick elimination record as some people are the uh, constant final appearances. But three wins is hard to argue with. It's hard enough to win one of these things. There's been 400 and something challengers. And what? I mean, how many people competing now has more than two? Two has been kind of the limit. It's been a while since we've seen anybody with more than three. I mean, you're 100% right there. Ashley's game this season is very reminiscent of Wes's game last season. Mm. And as much as people, I'm, I'm not trying to talk about Wes because he's not on the show right now. I get it. But he's an example. He's a veteran that has multiple wins under his belt. He came back for a season. And last season was one of the most complete seasons I've seen somebody play and not win. Right now, Ashley's in that. She's controlling the game socially. She's dominating the game physically. She's calling out anybody who has bullshit on the table. And she's stepping up as a leader. It's, it's uh, We could be seeing her best season and one of the best female seasons ever, if this continues. That's a fact. Well... That covers the top 10, all three tiers that we have for the hit list. Make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com for all of your Love War challenges, the hit list, and general challenge gear. And be sure to be on the lookout 
for the actual write-up of these power rankings on ranker.lovewarchallenges.com. If we didn't talk about one of your favorites or somebody you're interested to find out why they are, where they are, you're going to be able to read that every weekend going forward. All right, guys, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is The Hit List. Have a good night, guys. See ya. Peace.